0: For the next subject, let's talk about what we really know about the health risk of what I call ultra-processed food. I got interested for one reason. I keep saying ultra-pasteurized milk. I read about it. Not a good idea. The other day I was cleaning up my little place here, and I don't even know where it came from, but I found a package of coconut and chocolate cookies know where they came from. I don't eat that kind of stuff, folks. But anyway, the use-by date had gone like eight months ago. But out of curiosity, I broke it open and looked. It it looks as fresh as ever. It wasn't stale. It looked totally good to eat. I tasted it. It tasted just like it was supposed to. But it got me curious because that's the way I am. And I looked at the ingredient list. I was amazed. I've things I've never heard of, carrageenan and sorbitan tristerates, and and a bunch of other additives uh, used for things like this to thicken, emulsify, and preserve them so that they can literally have a forever shelf life, I guess. But those cookies and coconut have 14 ingredients. It just, folks, you don't need 14 ingredients to make a cookie. Believe me. So anyway, I decided to look up and talk a little bit about the what I call the world of ultra-processed foods. These are edible products made from manufactured ingredients, manure, not real now, not what we call real, manufactured ingredients. All right, they are processed and reassembled to create self-stable, tasty and convenient meals for goodness knows how long. One thing I was taught very early in life, if my grandmama didn't have it in her kitchen, it probably wasn't food. OK, well, if you find it never was in grandma's house, probably shouldn't eat it. Number two, one. And, and number two, most things that we eat, if there's more than four or five ingredients in it, it's exceptional. Whether it's the breads, the cookies, the cakes, the, the uh, vegetables. Uh, come on, folks, you don't need a bread with 31 ingredients. I looked at nature's own, and I thought, wow, that'll be a real healthy bread. Incidentally, I buy, when I buy bread, I buy Dave's super organic, six bucks a loaf. But believe me, if I, I'd rather make my own and I do a lot, mostly corn tortillas. But uh, when I do buy bread, I spend the extra. However, there were over 20 ingredients in nature's own natural bread, whatever the word natural is. I think if you go back to last week or week before the show, you would find I did a whole uh, quarter of my show on what they call natural. So many of these foods we're looking at that are ultra-processed are really foods that are literally industrial creations. And we're eating a lot of them, more than most people know. Ultra-processed foods currently make up about 60% of typical adult meals and, strangely enough, over 70% for the kids. Just for kind of a quick shot, the category includes things from cookies and sodas to jarred sauces, cereals, packaged breads and frozen meals, yes, now read your ice cream sometimes, you might not realize you're eating it, but look close and you'll see many ingredients you wouldn't find in anybody's kitchen. There are bulking agents and hydrolyzed protein isolates and color stabilizers and humectants and things we don't even know what are, and you never consider them as a part of a food product that you'd want to eat if you'd read it. At this point in the average con-citizens, at least in the United States, it's the dominant food supply. And a large and growing body of evidence has consistently linked overconsumption of these ultra-processed foods to general poor health outcomes, including some diseases and other things that we really don't want to have a part of. Four of the top six killers are related to inadequate diet, which in the U.S. is probably largely due to convenient, safe, inexpensive food that we just eat too much of. Already too much food we know leads to a, a, obesity, right? But too much of this kind of food leads to a type 2 diabetes and heart diseases and cancers and things. So in addition to the fact you're going to overweight, you're also taking on a load that your body really has never been evolved to be able to handle. In addition to obesity, which is pretty obvious, they're now linked directly to hypertension, breast and colorectal cancers, to just literally dying permanently of all kinds of causes that until we started living on these ultra foods, just things that we ate just that were not dangerous uh, to us were just a part of our normal living. Well, there's clearly a link to health. Researchers are still not completely sure what it is about this category of food that seems to make us so sick. Let's begin with one thing. Ultra-processed foods likely contribute to health issues for a reason. First, they're invariably low in fiber, high in calories, too much salt, added sugar, added fat, which are all linked to poor health outcomes when eaten in excess, and when you tie them all together, you're eating them in excess. The study done back, way back, 2009, we were already looking at this stuff, it was shown that it wasn't just nutrients that made these foods unhealthy, but rather the extent of over-processing the foods themselves. To that end, the National Institute of Health put a study together. Not long one; it was four weeks, but participants were randomly assigned to either an ultra-processed or a minimally processed diet for two weeks at a time, then switched to the other diet for another two weeks. People on the ultra-processed diet were fed meals, things like, you get a junk, Uh, canned beef ravioli, chicken salad made with canned chicken, tater tots, hot dogs, just highly processed foods, all of which those are The unprocessed diet was mostly just fruits and vegetables, unprocessed meats, um, you know, fish and potatoes and things you and I used to eat before all this stuff came to be ultra processed. As part of the study, both groups were allowed and served twice as many calories as they would need to maintain their body weight. And they were told to eat as much or as little as they wanted. They they had that much to go, but didn't have to eat it all. Both diets were nutritionally matched, so each meal contained essentially the same total amount of fat, sugar, salt, fiber, carbohydrates, and even proteins. Here's the results. That's kind of interesting, and I I didn't quite understand. This is where the catch comes. And looking at us and say we're fed identical calorie uh, intakes and things are allowed, there wouldn't be any difference. But in fact what they saw was that when they were on the ultra processed diet they were eating about 500 calories more per day than they were on the unprocessed diet and they were gaining weight and gaining body fat as a matter of fact those in the ultra processed gained an average of 2 pounds each now remember they they had the option to stop eating or eating they had they could get to as many as twice as many calories but they didn't have to get them for some reason the unprocessed people well they didn't studies. When they were eating unprocessed food, they ended up eating an extra 500 calories a day. That was their option. Why? According to the NIH, of course, this suggested that it's not just salt, sugar, and fat, but something about the highly processed foods. some way, the food itself propelled people to overeat and gain weight. They wanted more food. There literally are still the ongoing studies, but what did come out of this that was interesting, Foods that are ultra-processed have a tendency to be packed with more calories per bite. Reason, number one, they found out, is they've got so much stabilization and things in them, they actually have less water in them, so they're more concentrated. They tend to feature definitely irresistible combinations of fat, salt, and sugar and a higher density rate. And that means higher levels and that normally occurs in a good percentage, if not almost all, of the over-processed foods that people tend to want to eat. The study's helping to find uh, more out about the ultra-processed foods and what drives these people to to want to eat more. And the good side of this could be that it could actually help us figure out how to reengineer engineer foods into healthier products that still have the benefit of being cheap and convenient, but much lower in calories, but it'll still satiate, satisfy what our bodies think they need. Just as a little aside, I will tell you, not all processed foods are created equal. I don't basically eat hardly any processed foods. I don't eat processed meats, I don't eat processed cheese, I only eat real cheeses. If it's processed, the only one I'm trying to get away with right now or from is ultra-pasteurized milk. I'm not against using milk to cook and even drinking a bit of milk, and I don't want it. If you read what's ultra-pasteurized, you wouldn't even bother put it in your body. So even uh, among ranges of processed foods on the market, some are better. They're not all created equal. An ideal example is the one I just throw at you. Uh, go the next time you look in the bread market, and I'm only going to use a name brand because I know the name brand. I've looked at it, and I eat it. Uh, and look at all the other breads around it. Uh, And the one I'm talking about is Dave's Organic Bread. And there's some others organic. Oat, something oats, organic. And they, it's two different worlds when you read the labels. There's a few products in it, five, six, seven, maybe. uh, And it's all natural. Most of it even says organic. You go to the next one that still claims to be, it's an all wheat, whole wheat it says, nature's own, or another of number. And it's got 20 or 30 ingredients in it, things of which your body doesn't even know what they are. You don't even know what they are. There is a difference. So, yes, if you're going to buy processed foods, read the label. Get uh, There's a little internet uh, anywhere you want to go. Look up nutritional labels, and there's a little guide. It's not very much to read that will give you an idea of what and what not to look for. And, yes, I look like a nerd running around the store reading everything. But until I get used to my new matter of fact, we have a newer grocery store, one that was taken over. I, I want to know what I'm eating and what I'm not. And I'm pretty disappointed with it. Most matter of fact, the people that took over this market actually have less decent food than the previous owners, which bothers me a lot because this is a food desert. I live in a very small town. For me to get an organic loaf of bread, if they don't happen to have one, they do at least carry that. They carry about five organic items. It's a 40-mile round trip. Well, I'm in a food desert as far as I'm concerned. And it used to be a, a Super S, which wasn't anything to brag about, okay? Now it's a Lowe's, L-O-W-E-S, just like the... <laughs> it's not the, uh, the lumber yard, folks. It's a chain of supermarkets called Lowe's. Virtually no redeeming value for someone that wants to pay the extra to eat healthy food. And it's so I forced every week or 10 days when I have to leave the town and waste gas and waste energy just to go get decent food. And because I'm so far out, even ordering has not worked well for me yet. You know, so it's delivered to you. I guess I'm still old enough I want to see what I'm buying. But anyway, that's. I just wanted to throw in there there are some items. If you read your... Become conscious of what is good for you and good for your children. Uh, we are approaching... At some point, probably in the near future, maybe in my lifetime, I plan not live in a few years yet, that half of the population is going to be considered obese or at least overweight in the whole United States. That's not a good picture, folks. It's not a picture of health. and ends up costing us all because taking care of people gets to be more money when they're sick more often. So I'll end it with you looking up... Uh, Anybody get a computer, you have to go to the library, look up a group from the EWG, my environmental working group, called the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. Make a copy of those when you go to the store. If you're going to buy the Dirty Dozen, if you possibly afford it, buy it organic. The Clean 15, make that the biggest part of your food. It's wonderful food, and you really don't have to worry about all the stuff in it. You're buying unprocessed food you can eat. So That's my guide that I use for everybody, including myself, including even the pets I feed. Thanks for staying tuned to Organic Matters.